When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a super sick episode of the Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. I'm here with my bestie, Donnie. We are going to give you whatever we have updates on and everything we know and the experiences in a short, probably 10 minutes. So stick around. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's gonna be sick. Welcome back to the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Singh. This is my bestie, Donnie Druin. What's up? We're at Radio Row. Uh, feels like we've been talking about this for a minute now. Second year at Radio Row doing, doing the uh, sick podcast. It's nice. It's Vegas. It's a very vibrant city. Uh, you hear people talk about it busting out of the seams. Um, it, it really feels like it's going to be a, a really, really cool Super Bowl. Um, we're just now getting into the weekend. I'm scared to see what the tables look like, but I mean, we can save that for another time. No, let's not save that for another time. It's probably going to be $50 tables. The, pe- the people want to know, will Donnie Druin sit down at a $50 table? Yeah, I'll, I'll play two hands. Okay. <laughs> There you go. You heard it here first. Um, I myself, talking about this off topic, last week played $50 hands. I took my slot money, which was $400. That was my slot machine money. Sat down with my boss, CEO of Trophy Smack, Matt Walsh, wild party animal in Vegas. Walked away with $1,200 under their tutelage. it, It was not actually me. Winning. <laughs> a win's a win. A win's a win. Team sport. That's right. Blackjack. Yep. 100%. Let's talk about another team sport. Yep. Football. Football. What? And is there anything new with the Cardinals? You were just working on an article. Did it get published? Can we discuss? Yeah, yeah. That was just about J.J. Watt making his voice known on the travesty that T.J. Watt did not win Defensive Player of the Year over Miles Garrett, but I'm not going to get into a uh, tangent on that. Um, there really hasn't been a lot of news. No, they've really they've signed maybe 13, 14 players to features uh, contracts. Uh, Jesse Lucada and Carter O'Donnell re-signed with the team, but uh, it's been really quiet. I think that's by design, too, because it's a very big offseason. Um, you know, roughly $40 million in cap space, six picks in the first three rounds. Um, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And uh, if they continue to hit on a lot of the picks and a lot of the phrasing signings like they did similar to last year, you're talking about maybe a potential playoff team. So yes. um, Jonathan Gannon spoke at the Waste Management Open earlier this week. Oh. And, yeah, he was like, 
you know, um, I couldn't stay away for too long. It's a really big off season for us. You know, we really need to hammer out the details. So I, I really think they're locked in. I actually feel this way as well. It, it felt so good coming off the end of the season. It, it was almost like we won the season. I don't know how to explain it. It felt like a win. And it feels really exciting going into the next season as yeah. if, you know what? We can do this. Right. Yeah. It's it's so odd to think that in 2022, they finished 4-13 and 13 and they said, fire everybody, get them out of here. We don't want them. Uh, but this year they finished four and thirteen, and we feel like oddly optimistic yes. about what twenty twenty four can look like because Kyler Murray is healthy. You know he's going to be the guy coming back. You have a competent head coach, a competent general manager, um, so many resources whenever it comes to free agency in the NFL draft. And based off of the little sample size that we've seen last year, if they can kind of even halfway replicate that into this season, I mean they're they're really talking there. I, I agree with you 100%. And even today, I ran into Michael Wilson at a bowling event. And he was just really optimistic as well. Not that I wouldn't expect him to be optimistic, but he looked good. He's healthy. I predict a shining star in Michael Wilson. If he can stay healthy, If absolutely. he can stay healthy, yep. I feel like that he's one of those guys that can catch... Anything almost like yep. like leaping bounds, like Kenny. What, or not Kenny Pickett. What am I trying to say? Am I trying to say that? Zach no. Pascal. He's the yeah. only other six-two receiver on the team. <laughs> but really, though, like Michael Wilson, he's the six-two. He's a big frame guy. It's Radio Row on a Friday before the Super Bowl. George Pickens. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. Not Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett throws to George Pickens. Not for long. Not for long. But Michael Wilson-esque in the way that it's like the leaps and bounds to catch it. Yeah, I think he has a Flying through the air. I think he has a very big catch radius. Uh, He's really good at contested catches. Really, the only thing is, can he stay healthy? And that was a very big thing for him coming out of Stanford. That's why his draft stock fell so low. Um, And then he looked so, so promising whenever he did actually play um, last season. But obviously, rookie, getting adjusted to the NFL, that's a lot of hits. They hit a little bit harder in the NFL. Um, So I I think with a full offseason to kind of recoup and recalibrate his body, I think he'll be good moving forward. Yes, I Met up with James Connor, happenstance. The spotters here at Sick Podcast Radio Row were like, James Connor, James Connor. <laughs> and then we ran and got a mic, and and there it happened. Such a great guy. He's so nice. Yep. I, I think for a half second he was going to say no, but then he saw like how I was like, uh, and he came over. And then we just talked about, um, did he give advice to DeMarcado, like, while he was out on injury, how DeMarcado could fill in. And he he was just so gracious and about, yes, you could imagine him just giving that advice and being, like, a, a mentor type. And um, I asked him if he expected to see the breakout of McBride. And he's like, of course I did. <laughs> and I, I'm here for it. Let's, you know, this, the bonding of these team members, I think 
is something we may not have seen in a while. Yeah, you hear so many people talk about culture, and it feels like that's almost just like a word that's used so, so often. But when you talk about guys like Jonathan Gannon who've come here and they really trimmed the fat off of the roster, they got rid of guys like Isaiah Simmons and a few others who um, didn't necessarily fit the, the future vision of, of the team and the plan. Um, they really wanted to build this thing from the ground up. And although they did finish 4-13, and 13, they are picking a top three, um, sorry, top five in the NFL draft. Um, you're really seeing the, the very, very early fruitions of what a very good football team looks like. So I, I think, and I hate to keep saying this, but it is, if they can continue to keep building on it, get more talented players, they'll be set. I agree 100%. Let's talk draft. Yes. I've seen mocks and mocks and mocks, and it seems the closer we get to the draft, the more different the mocks end up. I don't know yeah. if you've seen that, too. Information changes. Information it, it, changes. It's, it's crazy. We get closer to the draft. Uh, you know, guys start to drop, guys start to fall. Um, I also think it's kind of teams pushing their agendas a little bit, maybe. Maybe you're picking outside of the top five and you want a certain guy to fall. Maybe you leak something, maybe you don't. It's, it's a dirty game, but as long as you get your guy at the end of the day. Who do you think we're going to get in that first pick? Marvin Harrison. You think so? I, I you think, think so. he'll follow us? Yeah, I, I think I think there's going to be a run on quarterbacks, one, two, three. Um, I, I, I would be shocked if any three of those teams decided to not take a quarterback. Um, and if, if that does happen, if Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to number three at New England, uh, there's still very good options everywhere. Uh, there's Joe Walt from Notre Dame. There's uh, Olu Fashanu, I think that's his name, from Penn State, the other tackle. Um, there's Malik Neighbors from LSU. I mean, it's a very, very good draft class to be picking this high end. And I, Marvin Harrison Jr. is obviously the coveted prize for a reason. He's he's the golden ticket. But if he's not there, the draft is not over. There are still <laughs> plenty more talented players for them to go get. I agree. One that I've been watching is Odunze. Mom Odunze. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually drafted him in a startup dynasty. Okay. So. <laughs> he's, he's a very good receiver, too. I mean, there it's a very, very good class for pass catchers. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the Cardinals need a couple. So. Yes. And after pass catchers, we're looking at what I'm hearing is edge. Do you think that would be? I, I would think they go best player available at, at okay. pick 27 with that Texans pick. Edge is certainly in play. I think if you don't take a tackle uh, at number four, I think tackles in play. Corner, obviously. Um, not a cool thing, but a really cool thing about the draft <laughs> is there's so many holes for the Cardinals to plug. It'd be extremely tough for them to take a player and someone to go, okay, that does not make sense. Right. Exactly. No, I think this is great. You know what? We've talked about a lot. We've covered a lot. Is there anything else we should know as we're here at Radio Row this week? No, it's a very dead period right now. Uh, We'll probably start to hear a little bit more things over the combine comes through here in in a couple weeks in Indianapolis. Very excited for that. Uh, But no, I mean, who do you got for the Super Bowl? All right. You heard it here first. I got to wrangle my bestie. Beat reporter, Donnie Druin, into the seat, putting up with my shenanigans and rambling. Thank you for tuning in. You can find me on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at Kelly and Phoenix. You can find the pod at Sick Pod Kelly. You can find Donnie at Donnie Druin. <laughs> and give his pod a listen. It's pretty good. Tell him where to find it. Yeah, YouTube.com, AllCardinals.com, and InsideTheSuns.com. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you later. Bye.
And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.